not able to live the life you need to live because of pesky issues like health, money, family, things that are killing your focus, begging you to procrastinate, or you're helping professional in the medical, social, or correctional system, dealing with people you know have potential, but you just can't seem to reach them. Or maybe you have entrepreneurial aspirations, but can't seem to maintain the drive and the direction to make it happen. I'm Rich Jones, an RN, a certified life coach and health coach. Join me for Essential Change, the podcast, where we separate the self-help and motivational BS from what you really need to know and do to actually live your best lifestyle, your essential change. everybody and um happy thanksgiving day after thanksgiving at least um i want to talk today about managing addiction and i I don't want to talk about obviously go into too much about addictions and the history of addictions or anything like that but what i want to talk about is what we can do to help those who are in treatment coming out of treatment have just experienced some of the benefits of treatment uh, but yet at the same time we need to help them now lock up and make sense out of the, 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 the small parts of life and the mechanical parts of life in order to not slip back into those same habits or at least give them some strength and some directions that they can look to to prevent or discourage relapse. Uh, so this will be a pretty pretty quick broadcast, but what I really wanted to say was we, un- we must understand that the whole reason why they are having addictive problems or the main downfall of addictive problems is that it decreases their ability to choose and think rationally. We've expressed before, you've only got 24 hours in a day. And if you're spending time during that day with irrational thoughts, irrational directions, that those that time cannot be gotten back. So what we try to do is think about what can we do to help the addicted person while they're getting treatment become better able to build an armor and a protection against that. Uh, Yes, continued therapy, continued treatment is always necessary. But beyond that, fixing, fitting the rest of their rational life the rest of their ability to choose, the rest of their ability to rationalize into a framework that works along with that treatment is most important. Many times the physical part of addiction is bad enough, and there's, of course, mental addiction, but what we find is that there, people are addicted just as badly to the people, places, and things and the non-thinking life that they've been so so used to living. I experienced this a lot with uh, people in the correctional system. We would arrest someone and they would start to experience the agitation of withdrawal as soon as they were arrested, anticipating the fact that their normal routine would be interrupted. Uh, A lot of people were afraid of the quiet, afraid of the cell, afraid of the the time that they would have to think and manage. A lot of times, people who are addicted are 
not necessarily consciously moving away from time to think, but it, it, it comes with the territory of addiction. They spend more time thinking about the addictive substance or behaviors, and that in itself keeps them from having to experience the opposite of that, which is freedom of choice, cognition, and you know, taking care, taking care of their own mental health and mental health and physical health. We want to adapt a model that aggressively competes with every moment that there is not either they're not either experiencing actual addiction, not actually experiencing treatment from addiction, but I don't want to use the word free time, but any time that we can use where we can now compete with uh, ideas, compete with thought, uh, press into action, deliberate thinking and deliberate, deliberate thinking and deliberate thought into a certain thing. Uh, we want to compete with the inputs. Very important. Visual visual input, auditory input, the things they hear, the things they see. We want to compete with the input. We want to make it make a clear point that we are competing with the input. We just don't want to compete with input and say, well, let's take their time up. We want to let them know this is what we are actu- actively doing. We're actively competing, competing with minutes to take to, you know, we're competing and where we want them to know that. Uh, we want to compete with their associations, their mentorship, their examples. Uh, part of the people, part of the people, places and things. Uh, we want to compete with that. And we want to also make it extremely clear. We are competing with your previous associations. OK, so take this time that we are doing exercises and doing thought processes, making choices, making plans and understand that that is competition time. And we're using that time and we're looking to build up our muscles in that area. We also want to compete with false perceptions. A lot of times addictions allow people to freely dream and think of thoughts that they know obviously are not true. But since they are spending so much of their time in the addictive process, they can pretend as though the aspirations or lack of aspirations are true. When in fact, we just take the curtains down and understand that we have minutes, hours, that are wasted because you are not basically being productive. Stress the fact that they're not being productive. And that's that's really what we're looking to do. We're looking to augment treatment in that manner, bringing the rest of the life around full circle. So to recap real shortly, we don't want to give up on any minutes. That is the key to this, uh, expressing the fact that we are competing not only with the addiction, but the perceptions of the addiction, the former habits of the addiction, uh, the former inputs of the addiction. Let's take take time to really express that physically, mentally, in writing if necessary, and really reinforce the fact that this is a battle. This is a battle for time. This is a battle for freedom. Okay, because the more every minute we steal away from the addiction is a minute we can put towards in the bank of um, consciousness, the bank of self-esteem and the bank of choice. If you're a practitioner or someone that works with those who are compromised uh, addictions or any other compromise that seems to steer them away from 
uh, a thoughtful a thoughtful life of choices and they need seriously need structure go to secondstarts.com and get in touch get on my calendar let me let's talk about some things that we can do to help we can work with work in association most of what we do is by referral from professionals like yourselves so if you go to secondstarts.com that's second starts with the number two look on there get on our calendar look around uh the website is extremely simple because basically we do bottom line work Changes, plans of actions, and results and accountability start from day one. Oh, and by the way, uh, on Monday, looks like I have a short report on uh, the book I told you I was going to read, The Psychology of Self-Esteem. We're going to go through that, and I'm going to probably do it in, it's an audio book, so I'm going to do it in 20 to 30 minute clips and really report back to you and talk about what's going on with that. And we're going to kind of meld that in with, our model of doing things and kind of see where where it sits out, where it sits with the professional views and where some of our methods either agree or disagree. So we'll do that. So uh, I will see you the first of next week. Thank you and take care. Well, that's another episode of Essential Change, the podcast recorded in live. Please, guys, can you help me out? Give me a rating wherever you get your podcast so more people like you can find and find us. Well, let's spread the word to change lives from day one to day 1,000. You can find me on the web at secondstarts.com. That's spelled with number two, two N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. I've got a growing presence on Facebook, and I'm on LinkedIn, so please come find me. Thank you for another episode of Essential Change, the podcast. This was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life. No, I'll be no good man. Just be